Ah, oh, dude, there's still that. There's this fucking. <clears throat> I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm typing to crag and getting the crag command going. And then as soon as it, it takes just. I swear, just a second too long to get through the doo doo doo. Now recording, and in that time, I fucking I get in my head a little bit, and I turn the podcast mode on. Stop doing that. <laughs> it just takes just a moment too long, and I can tell. I can sense I'm like talking differently now. I'm like projecting a little more. I don't know what you're talking about. You sound the same. <laughs> Stop it, bro. It's your <laughs> mental. You are mentally diminished, and you need to accept it. No, and- listen to this. <laughs> I have. That's a metal ball. These are tactile buttons. That's a spinner, light switch, and I've got a little joystick here too. I've got my fidget cube, dude. I'm not mentally diminished. Not while you're Stop holding that. Stop saying I'm that, white maybe. trash. <laughs> I am not white <laughs> trash. <laughs> I, look at what I can do. <laughs> um, Dennis, Dennis showing me. <laughs> maybe, maybe while you're holding the fidget cube, it's like a stat bonus. Whenever you hold that be, fidget yeah. cube, you, it's like. Uh, baby's first uh, Adderall. And, you and then I set it down and it's still in effect, but you can see it blinking like it's about to go away. Yeah. And then yeah, after yeah. like three seconds, the, the buff wears off. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You should come up. Yeah, we should we should come up with like the perfect um, like if you were going to reach peak human form. What's what's uh, it, it, it'll have like inter- toxicity interactions like in The Witcher. Mm-hmm. Where you can, you know, if you go overload, you get to toxicity. So, like, if you were trying to play, um, like, Minecraft at the same time that you're playing with your fidget cube, at the same time that you have drank, dude, <laughs> drank 12 <laughs> tumblers hey, of whiskey. Hey, you're losing it. Hey, hey, over here. Over here. Uh. <laughs> Here's Yo, a deep so- cut no one's going to get. Just quickly. Okay. Over here. Over here. Yippee! Yeah, I didn't get it either. That's from That's Toy Story 2 a... for Nintendo 64. <laughs> oh! <laughs> and you collected the little Martian things on the girders and the. Yeah! Uh, <clears throat> Over I remember here. that game. Over Holy here. Shit. That's the game where you mix the paint. Yeah, well, that's dude. the level where you mix the paint. Okay. Well, I thought no one was going to get that. It also came out on I, PS1, I believe. Yeah. <clears throat> I, um, well, okay. Maybe we're not thinking of the same one, but I do remember a Toy Story game. I believe it was on the PS2. I could be uh, wrong. Maybe it was the PS1. Um, but yeah, I remember playing it at my cousin's house. Maybe they remastered I, it. If not, they should. They definitely should. I never owned it, so I don't. I can't remember a goddamn thing about it other than it was a Toy Story game and it had like a lot of platforming, I feel yes, like. Yes, and it's, dude, I'm like, yeah, I'm like looking at screenshots of Toy Story 2 for Nintendo 64. Like the fact that they mm-hmm. had a 3D platformer before fidget cubes existed is like wild that they could get so many people together in the same room to, to actually use their brain power for a little bit and make yeah. a game. Yeah. I yeah man I feel like my um my mental what would the word be just my attention span has dropped off of a fucking cliff you know like the fucking tiktok videos where they they have to read like some reddit story 
but you're not going to pay attention if it's just text on the screen. Yeah. So they got to put subway surfers in the back. It has you to know? Have subway surfers and fucking. Yeah. Um, dude, I saw the funniest fucking video. Someone took that. Have you watched uh, Brokeback Mountain? Uh, no. Okay. So someone took like. And obviously, Brokeback Mountain meme, whatever. I like it. I think it's a good movie. They take the the like the most emotional scene from Brokeback Mountain, where they're like arguing about like you know why can't you one because one of them is wants to like be together and the other yeah. one just wants to you know reap the benefits and do it in, in uh, private. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so they took this scene where Jake Gyllenhaal's confronting Heath Ledger and he's like, why can't, you know, we could have had a life together. So, you know, it's like really yeah. emotional in the movie and someone fucking put subway surfers behind it. On TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. It's so, so like, fucking funny. For as many memes as get made about that movie, I am interested to watch it because I think that like, seems like an interesting premise. And like, it's definitely like, um, from what this is from somebody who's only seen like maybe a scene here or there on a clip, <clears throat> kind of like the TikTok yeah. thing. Um, it looks like a unique movie in that it's got like this romance aspect to it, but every movie that is like in the romance section, quote unquote, is cringe as fuck. I don't know how else to put it. They're just, I I cannot get into them. But this one looks interesting because it's two dudes. That's what I was going to say. There's no women, yeah. so it can't be cringe. Yeah, no women, so it can't be bad. <clears throat> it it's inherently less gay that there's that there's no women <laughs> in it. Exactly. Exactly. If 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 Brokeback Mountain was a story about a man and a woman, it would be gay. It just wouldn't but work. But since it's two dudes. Cuz then it would be a gay movie. Nobody would watch a gay movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god what you been playing recently man yeah Tell me dude about it. i'm on that i'm on that fucking cult of the lamb tip bro well okay i was on that cult of the lamb tip i got all the way through the first four bosses uh mm-hmm. and then i uh i have no more shit to unlock with my xp and for some reason and this is what i the main thing that i, that I wanted to talk to about mm-hmm. uh when it was just going to be a cult of the lamb episode i was kind of thinking of some things uh but just <clears throat> i'm curious to uh to see what you or like if you kind of had the same hard fall off that i did so i haven't even like fought the final boss i'm like right there uh and i haven't fought him yet uh just because i'm like well i've already unlocked everything i have all the buildings i have a pretty good sized cult too big in fact i can't keep track of these fucking all my pets yeah my favorite pet just died, um, uh, the one I was married to, and uh, I fell into a, a deep depression that day, and I buried oh. myself in work after that. So, um, so I, I don't know. Just feel. Does it feel? Have you played it since the big update that <gasps> just came out? The old no, Lord no, Pork Sword I have or whatever. Not. Okay. Yeah, I, I haven't played it since then. My, and here's the deal. I think you have officially played more of the game than I have. Uh, cause you've, you've done four bosses, you said four. Yeah. So where you go through and you have to mm-hmm. be each, uh, Oh, area dungeon boss. Yeah. Four times. Yeah, dungeon boss. Yeah. I've done all that. And there's a door that unlocked to do the last one. And in that same day that I unlocked the door, my favorite pet died. Mm. And, uh, and then I just was like, Oh, you gotta man. take that I anger into that boss room. Bro. I know. I was like, I wasn't expecting to, uh, get this emotional. 
about my favorite pet dying. That's like a wow. That, like that's like a thing. actual script writing levels of story building. You know? Yeah. It's like we got here, but at what cost? I know. Jewel Pod, my wife has died. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny okay cool so how much have you played in a game then uh i think like uh two or three of the dungeon bosses i think i can't remember exactly but i kind of took a back seat on it because clara really wanted to play it and i was like okay well you you just take over you know you you start starting yeah. your playthrough because you were talking before we started recording how you and your wife pass the controller back and forth and like play, you know, uh, just back to back to back to back to back. That's kind of hard for me to do with the starting and the stopping because of my autism. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. yeah. I have to have time to focus on something to really see it through. So I was like, okay, well, I'll just stop and let you take over. You play the game. And I will come back to it when it's finished because I think that Cult of the Lamb needs some more work before it's truly like a fantastic game. Right now it's very good, but and this new update I haven't played yet. Maybe that fixes a lot of the issues I had with it, but it was kind of surface level. You know what I mean? Yeah. So um, kind of stopped with it. But I was I was kind of thinking of what they could do to. fix the game a little bit too because mm-hmm. yeah you're right a lot of which I, I was kind of reading some some of what got updated um but it doesn't seem like major kind of like one of the biggest things is that i i would almost like to see it dive even more into the grindy aspect i think you make materials mm-hmm. too quickly and stuff doesn't cost enough <clears throat> and uh so the sort of the end game like economy of just constructing things and balancing that with like your people dying and balancing that with kind of like grindy responsibilities. I, I almost feel like they were kind of worried about <clears throat> scaring too many people away with like, you know, doing this, like mm-hmm. it's like Hades mixed with like an idol game, you know? Um, so yeah. I don't, I feel, I almost feel like they, uh, for it to be like really, really, successful it kind of needs to like pick a lane a little bit um and dive dive into it a little bit more but um yeah yeah, so uh well oh fuck we're doing that thing again where we didn't explain anything uh about the game uh i don't know do you think it's necessary to uh explain shit i don't really think so i don't think so either either you know what the game is or you don't and you've played a game that is like hades so um i don't know um, okay, so yeah, backing up. So yeah, what we do is uh, we we have two different characters going at the same time, um, mm-hmm. and I think I've played for around I don't know between maybe like twenty and thirty hours, uh, and then the other one is maybe less than twenty. So, but that's over the span of like a weekend or a weekend and some days, you know. Yeah. Uh, and so we fucking we went hard into that bitch um and you're right i mean it's hard to kind of uh to go back and forth when you're playing like that honestly i think you kind of have the right idea i probably should have just like relinquished control or something of of the of the thing so um but you said you're two yeah i think two two dungeons clear 
Yeah, two dungeons clear, I think. And it it's it is a really good game. I talked about it last week how much I I fucking love it. But you know, a lot of that comes in with uh I don't know how would I explain this? Um a lot of that love for the game comes from the art style and I can tell that a lot of work went into it, you know. It, you can just tell I feel like a teacher almost when it's like, you can tell this kid put a lot of work into their essay. Yeah. As opposed to somebody who just threw it together, you know? Right. And that art style and just all the different little things in the game just make me like, yeah, this clearly some serious work went into this. So I want it to be really good. And I think it needs some more work. I think that um, apparently the combat was addressed in this next update. So I kind of wanted you to tell me about that, how, like what got changed. Cause the combat when I was playing was very simple. You just had your attack, your dodge roll, and then you had like the, um, the projectile attacks that you could do. Um, and of course there was a lot in that, you know, they could change. There's different, um, uh, variables to that or variables. Isn't the word I'm looking for augmentations. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, different ways to like augment those attacks and make them do different things, but it still felt very surface level because you only had two buttons to press during combat. <laughs> right. You know, <clears throat> so I'm curious what got changed. Yeah, so uh, I think there's... St- so really the biggest thing that I think it's missing, especially for being a, um, you know, sort of in this roguelite category, is I think it mm-hmm. needs to have more interactions <laughs> in between... Um, and, and kind of the build variability, you know, like we've talked about with um, like Hades and Risk of Rain, you know, where you kind of have a mm-hmm. build in mind. Um, <clears throat> oh, and uh, fucking uh, what's what's the PS5 game that Returnal? Have? Returnal, yes, <laughs> um, where you can get like super busted OP builds. There are sort of shades of that, um, and I think I could be wrong about this. I think what they added were more sort of so the curses which are the projectile attacks i mm-hmm. think they added more curses they added the heavy attack in general and i think it said they added more of the tarot cards as well mm-hmm. um but still nothing to where it, it really feels like it's kind of like there's a ton of like synergy and to the point where you can kind of make a build on your way you know yeah um, i feel like hades sort of did this the best of any game and sort of in recent memory because they kind of bombard you with like tons and tons and tons of different variations and all of those mm-hmm. variations have interactions to i some degree. love that shit it's man. insane and so maybe maybe you know i think this game does do a good job of of being accessible i don't think every game needs to be you know, fucking Toy Story 2 levels of difficulty for, <laughs> for the N64. But, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, you know, so I think they, I think that sort of that simplicity, you know, you can't, you can't have it every way all the time. But I, I think that would sort of do a lot to increase the depth, sort of adding some, uh, some systems where the systems can interact a little bit more deeply. Um, okay. But that's, that's the main bit. Basically, what they added was the uh, heavy attack, too. Which is fine. I don't think the heavy attack combos per se. I don't think you hit it and then you hit it again and then it makes another move. Um, I think it just does two heavy attack in a row. And it's also tied to your fervor. So that's this is sort of like your mana 
and your ability to do projectile casts uh, are also tied to your ability to do heavy attacks. And the curses are so fucking overpowered that you're usually low on the mana um, that you can't uh, be just doing these heavy attacks all willy-nilly. Um, so I feel like it was a bit of a missed opportunity there. Maybe they could have added some, like, but th- again, this is kind of getting into total overhaul and total um, re reduxing of the uh, system, but I feel like maybe um, a stamina bar something and then have yeah, sort yeah. of your like like uh fucking uh stamina and fp type thing but then it's i don't know but then i know i've bitched in the past about how you know every game doesn't need to be dark souls and and whatever but i don't know it still just feels a little bit like it tends a little to toward the easy side overall and then the way that they implemented the heavy attack is uh not not my favorite necessarily so yeah that was a yeah. lot sorry but um, no it's all good that's i think as far as i can tell that's what's new from just from reading kind of like update and people reacting to the updates and stuff yeah um, yeah because i didn't play it pre-update at all <coughs> oh i thought you did no i think i i bought it and then i downloaded it and then i don't think i played it until after it had updated um, oh, so okay. what i'm basing this off of is yeah like a i think like a, a news post that i found on that like linked to reddit or something and then people discussing yeah. like um, oh god yeah so that, that's so, kind of what i'm basing it off of so even yeah the criticisms you have of the game imagine how it was before <laughs> yeah. you know like yeah i'm i'm sure it definitely it's a step up now but god damn back when it had uh i don't want to say ju- just came out but yeah in those early days it was uh pretty surface level um one thing that i think you touched on that's interesting is like um we talked about Hades and how it has all these abilities that kind of uh uh go off of each other. They play into each other like uh they just have unique interactions. So um and I think the thing that separates Cult of the Lamb from games like Hades, games like Risk of Rain is it's a lot there's a lot less um passive abilities. So in something like Risk of Rain, you can get items that uh, make it so you do damage whenever you take damage. Yeah. You know, or you get this like, um, oh, God, you know, this action will make you do random amounts of damage to the enemies around you. There's nothing like that in Cult of the Lamb. And I wonder if it would improve the game if they added something like that, you know, more passive abilities turn it really lean into the roguelite elements that it doesn't have right now. And, uh, you know, I, I think they want the game to be more of a, uh, I think they want the combat to be more, um, I don't know, man, my autism is hitting so hard. I think they want you to take every action in the combat. They don't want the combat to just be done for you. Yeah. So like, yeah, when you get really busted in a roguelite, you can just walk into the room and everything dies. I think that's kind of the thing they're trying to avoid yeah. by not having those kind of items in the game. And I'm curious if you think the game would be better if they had it or worse. I I almost think worse. And that's the thing, too. I think they, they have done a good job of making it feel like 
Cult of the Lamb and not like it's kind of like Hades mixed with, you know, risk. It's kind of like Binding of Isaac. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, now that you say that, that kind of got me thinking about the, in this one time. And then I <laughs> <laughs> fucking, uh, they, uh, and, and part of the reason I say that is because just because the runs are so short, you know, it, mm-hmm. I don't, um, as far as I've seen, and I, I haven't gotten to end game content. So maybe that, maybe this will open up later, but most of the runs, I mean, to get to clear a dungeon takes about 10 minutes or so. Um, mm. and then once you've done that, you can kind of go into a free play mode where you're just looping, which I don't, maybe this is new to the update, but now you can loop dungeons. Once you get to the end, you go back to the beginning and then you do it again. And then you go back to the beginning and then you do it again. You do that as much as you want. Um, but I think that's more to get materials. I don't think that it gets harder and harder as you go. Um, so without there being kind of this like long, long game, you know, where I feel like most roguelikes, the, uh, the sweet spot is, you know, somewhere in between, I don't know, maybe, maybe between like 30 to 50 minutes per run. Um, you know, give or take, I feel like before you, before you have like really deep kind of knowledge of the systems and stuff, but you, you know, but you're pretty comfortable getting through, um, the game, I feel like that's about where like Hades and, and if you're going like slow, you know, kind of like Spelunky, if you're doing like a long, well, no, Spelunky is a little shorter, but, um, you know, like something, something to where it feels pretty decently substantial to me, 10 minutes feels a little short. Um, so having said that, I feel like if, if the interactivity leaned too much and kind of the complexity lean too much into, just dealing a ton of damage. You know, you walk in and you sneeze and everybody dies. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And if that happens too easily, um, <clears throat> I feel like that really doesn't jive well with the short run aspect of the game. Um, but maybe there are some things that it, it kind of sucks too, because with the resource situation sort of out of whack, it would be cool where it's like, you know, you can deal less damage you know literally like make it harder on yourself but get more mm-hmm. resources and stuff or something but mm-hmm. it's, it's kind of hard to make that argument when you're like i have like five thousand gold and 500 lumber wood, yeah. and yeah what whatever and it's like i don't need resources and i don't need to mm-hmm. do more damage and these don't go on an infinite or you know it doesn't it's not like hour-long run so it's kind of like mm-hmm. it kind of leaves you feeling like what's the point a little bit um <clears throat> and then feel the like, combat itself isn't deep enough to kind of justify being, uh, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't really like stand on its own enough either. Yeah. You know, you don't just do it for the joy of the, of the game, you know? <clears throat> yeah. I think that this is like a wider issue in games recently where it's, uh, I just don't think games are difficult enough. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? I, I feel like a lot of the issues with this game would be solved if they pulled back the resources gathered and made combat harder, you know, cause the intended experience for cult of the lamb, their normal difficulty, the game is a fucking cakewalk. Like you just, there is nothing to stop you. You're a fucking monster. I just, I feel like the game would be instantly better if they made combat a little harder and pulled back the resources you get. Cause you get drowned in stone and lumber so fast man and i think that's part of the maybe that's part of the issue you know th- yeah that makes it feel so surface level i don't know i agree yeah and it, it, that's that's part of the thing where it, like you know one thing that's kind of undeniable is 
within the game, you know, if the game is mechanically complex and and kind of taxing on the player, you know, and people have fucking talked about difficulty in games for so long and like whatever, but like the <clears throat> the necessity of get good is like a game within a game, you know, where it's like that's that's the basic level understanding of the game and then there's also kind of the meta knowledge of the game too mm-hmm. um and i'm sure someone has you know said this already you know where like not only are you getting better you're also getting more information about the game so that you can make it you know you can use everything to your advantage and so they're like you have your your mentality is leveling up at the same time as your like strength is leveling up irl yeah. sort of yeah but irl is in uh, Lambsburg or whatever. <laughs> Lambsburg. We are all Lambsburgers. <laughs> Undead Lambsburg. <laughs> uh, dude, speaking of undead crypt from Dark Souls 2, what about this for a song title? <laughs> undead Crip. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. That could be the new single. And then you could you could work your uh, photo editing magic to uh, make one of the undead crypt enemies uh, blue, blue bandana red. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> instead yeah, of a red yeah. phantom, it's a blue phantom. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But it's just like poorly color shifted. Like I just dragged <laughs> the hue thing, so everything like is like like green and pink and shit. But I do it until the phantom turns blue. <laughs> You're trying so hard to get it to blue, but no matter yeah. how hard you try, it only goes to purple. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, close enough. It's a, it's oh, a my Lord. it's a statement on um, gang violence, probably. Um, sure, but yeah. So without having it, it it's sort of like there's no. Uh, it's it's just fi- it's hard to find the motivation to play something when it is just kind of playing itself sort of, you know, and that's, yeah. that's the reason nobody's, you know, still on cookie clicker, you know, as much as fun as it is up front, you know, without kind of the long-term goals of like, you know, I, I want to get a million cookies or I want to get, mm-hmm. you know, I want to make every building in cult of the lamb or, or whatever. I think without having the resources, um, Definitely here. So here's a here's a huge thing. Sorry, and I'm like thinking of this kind of on the fly too, obviously. But there is no fuck ass reason. I'm gonna go on record. I dropped out of preschool in fourth grade. Too many games. (laughs) Sorry, I forgot to say because of recess. (laughs) I dropped out of school because of recess. Too many games. God damn it, dude. Sorry, I stopped, I stopped <gasps> pressing my tactile buttons. Um, That's your fuck, problem. What was I going to say? Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry. We're good. We're good. We're there. We're in it. We're in it. Um, fuck. What was I going to say? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. There is no reason that things in Lambsburg should have been... Uh, I should have reached the XP max, unlocked all buildings, and been at a surplus of resources before I had finished beating the uh, most of the bosses and stuff. Because I feel like yeah. the game could get away with it if there's a reason to keep going back into the uh, into the dungeons and stuff and going into combat. 
if the reason is, well, I need more resources so that I can build up my city. I had already built up my city fully, basically, you know, like minus decorations and stuff, but I'm like at a surplus of all materials. Nobody's like, nothing's, you know, the wheels aren't falling off the thing. It's pretty comfortable. And I feel like I can now go through without like checking my chests and stuff on the way out um, before I had even beaten like the fourth boss or something. So I feel like they really could have slowed down, which, which is exactly what you said earlier. Um, But I I don't think it needs to be hard. It just needs to be, there needs to be a longer, longer distance, like end goal to the economy uh, needs to aspire to. Yeah, Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, I think that would make the game better. <clears throat> God, I can't clear my throat. Dude, I fucking ah. hate that. I think it's just yeah, it's this, <sighs> this time of year thing. Um, yeah. Okay, cool. Well, that's I I, I don't even want to like it's it's easy to kind of pick apart the things that are like, man, if they had just done this because it is such a cool, fun, like addictive little game, you know, yeah. like it's it's easy to, to identify the things that kind of stick out as as negative. But overall, it's definitely uh 10 out of 10 recommendation, my dog. Thank you. Oh, yeah. I don't think I've been recommended a good game in a long-ass time, just in general. You know, I feel like I keep trying games and they suck, but this is definitely... This one's uh, too legit to quit. (laughs) (laughs) This one got that that dog in it. Um, That dog in it. (laughs) Oh, man. Um... Yeah, so I've been playing some Warhammer games recently. Um, so the thing that got me interested in playing them in the first place is uh, it's such a well-established franchise at this point. You know, started as tabletop, I believe. Uh, started as tabletop games. And now, as far as video games go, there are just... I. I wouldn't be surprised if you told me there were a hundred Warhammer video games. I don't think there are. I think there's the numbers probably more like, you know, 40 something. Yeah. (laughs) 40,000. But the reason there are so many is the company that owns Warhammer contracts out uh, video games to different companies. So, for example, there's probably three Warhammer games in development right now from different companies. And uh, these different companies are kind of given like creative control to make a game that they want to make. So, uh, for instance, I know one of the games in development right now is Warhammer Rogue Trader, which will be a CRPG developed by, developed by Alcat Games. They made like Pathfinder Wrath of the Righteous, you know, oh, okay. so it's going to be similar to those that style but then there's another game that's going to come out called warhammer bolt gun which is going to be like a retro 90s shooter you know uh in the same vein as like doom or blood you know uh and at the same time there's probably another warhammer game being developed that's like a turn-based tactic game you know so the market is flooded with these fucking games so if the only thing it would take for you to have an unlimited amount of, you know, games that you're interested in playing would just be, you just got to get into the Warhammer lore. Yeah. (laughs) And it's fucking deep, man. There's a lot there, but it's also very like, uh, 
the thing that's kept held me back from playing them uh, in the past is it's like turbo cheesy. It, yeah. Uh, it takes itself way too seriously. And like, you know, it, I don't know how to really put it into words. It's just fucking cheesy. It's campy. Um, but recently <coughs> I was, I started feeling like, you know, I could do with some cheese, you know, a good, a good Gouda, you know, maybe, maybe this mm. cheesy shit will be all right. So I picked up a few on sale uh, during the Steam Spring Sale. I got Warhammer 40k Battle Sector, Warhammer 40k Chaos Gate, and Warhammer 40k Mechanicus. Um, All of them are turn-based games. And they all fucking slap, dude. Like, the story is fucking garbage on all of them i still can't get into it with how cheesy it is but man i just i love it because i the cheesiness is like you know i can look past it and more so i'm just playing them at work on the steam deck you know just right it's it they lend themselves really well to that starting and stopping since they're turn-based but um yeah man i i especially really like battle sector is the one i've been playing the most um and you like it's you control like squads it's not like a turn-based game where you would control individual uh characters you control entire squads and you don't control the people within those squads like they move as a unit so you'll have like all of your units are comprised of like five characters and then if you tell the squad to do something they move as one and you know you tell them to shoot at something they all open fire on that same target and you know the more yeah. but each one of them <laughs> takes damage independently so it's it's just uh i don't know i haven't really played a game quite like it um and it's just really i don't know i would compare it to like uh um maybe like like a board game where it's like really, really taxing on your mental. You know, you really have to think about what your next move is going to be since, you know, it's a fucking turn-based tactics game. So, of course, you would have to think about what you're doing. And I don't know, man. I just, I, I really like them. I'm really new to the Warhammer universe, as it's called. And uh, I don't know. I'll, I'll keep, uh, keep my eyes peeled. Maybe, yeah. Uh, Maybe the autism will go into full effect and I'll start playing these games like crazy. Yeah. I do. So do you generally like, um, turn-based games? Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I almost feel like, so some, some of the bad turn-based games I've played in the past, what the problem I end up having is like, it, it feels less like a, um, sort of, you know, like a battle of, attrition sort of thing you know where we're like throwing mm-hmm. everything at each other and and no matter mm-hmm. what choices you make as long as you are overall better performing than like the cpu that yeah that you'll come out on top but some of the bad mm-hmm. turn-based games feel a little like unfair in that like yes it can feel like yeah. one wrong move and then it's like you've kind of fucked up the puzzle a little bit kind of like in throne breaker yeah. you know where it's mm-hmm. like there's one correct way of doing this and yeah and if you mess it and that's part of what kept me unfortunately as much as i wanted to get into that game i hit too many puzzles where it was just like fuck dude i just like 
it's so clear there's, there's one correct there, it's way like to a maze it. it feels more like being yeah. a maze as opposed to um yeah. you know just fighting and like coming out on top so um mm. i don't know does this feel more balanced in that way or does it does it feel <clears throat> kind of like are there are sort of like mazy puzzle elements to it so there are some things that really frustrate me about it um <clears throat> for example like in all of these games uh the only one that i think is like as close to perfect as possible is probably mechanicus although i have played it the least mm-hmm. i feel like it uh it respects the player a lot more than the other ones yeah. and says like and the reason being is there's no fog of war so what fog of war is is you can't see the entire map uh you have to have enemy you know your units have to go to a part of the map to explore it and to see what's going on. Yeah, I gotcha. A lot of my Mechanicus doesn't have that. You can see everything going on, which I think is is fantastic, right? I think uh but Battle Sector and Chaos Gate, the other two I've been playing, have this fog of war and it's very very restricting. Mm-hmm. I think that uh it <laughs> It's almost like the game thinks that, oh, yeah, these these uh, genetically engineered space marines can't see more than 10 feet in front of them. <laughs> yeah. You know, so <laughs> like an attack will come out of that fog and you're like, are you fucking kidding me? You right. know, like, yeah, I, that is the most frustrating part of these games is something that you didn't see killing your units. Yeah. You know, it, it's just so fucking irritating. But. Overall, I think the games stand on their own in spite of that. I think that, uh, you know, they've definitely got their fucking quirks. But man, you know, when when it's when it's working, it's like it's firing on all cylinders. It's fantastic. I think um, Battle Sector is the worst with the bullshit coming out of nowhere because mm-hmm. you'll have entire squads of enemies that are hiding behind this fog. And so you move like a scout unit out to see what's going on. Yeah. And yeah. the second they see what's there, they're fucked. Like there, you know, there were, you know, four or five enemy squads back here. There's no way they get out of this. They're fucking dead. So that that is very frustrating. And it definitely falls victim to that. Interesting. Yeah. Also, just yeah. just to go back to that. I mean, sorry, I was thinking, too, of like I. It sucks because it's such a minor thing when there are like these poorly explained like gameplay mechanics or like in TV, you know, it's like it should be mm-hmm. just so easy to overlook and just be like, okay, that's just part of the TV. That's just part of the game, yeah. you know, like shit coming out of nowhere in the 42nd millennia, you know, like so you guys yeah. don't have like x-ray vision at this point or you know, like, <laughs> exactly glows, uh, fucking what are the what are the glow in the dark glasses called? Night Google vision. Glasses. <laughs> you don't have your Snapchat glasses on, bro. Yeah. Come on, dog. Come on. But I feel like as soon as, and this is just kind of a personal thing, as soon as some shit like that happens, I just find it so hard to like get back into whatever it is, you know, whether yeah. it's like a bat, like a plot mm-hmm. hole in TV or something. And it's just like, yeah, that's just not how that would go down you know like it is yeah it's hard as fuck for me to like get get back into something it is very frustrating that like in this universe of you know from what i can uh, piece together from these games because i'm far from playing them in order you know there's uh it's like a far future 
uh, genetically engineered space marines killing uh, aliens. Yeah. But it's also got like this religious overtone. So like they're very uh, their religion is war, I think. So uh, you would think of it as like uh, like paladins, I guess, where it's like they're okay. holy warriors, you know. Yeah. But it's also very far future, and they've got all these spaceships and high technology, and they have this entire sect of these space marines called uh, tech priests. And you're telling me that these fucking tech priests can't make some fucking night vision goggles, like to see more than ten feet in front of them, like. I don't know. It, it's it is a very frustrating aspect, but I don't know. I guess that's where we differ because I can look. I can just forget it. I can just kind of like place it out of my mind and forget that it's a plot hole. Oh, definitely. Yeah, but, I, I'm, but I'm you one, have trouble doing that. I'm one thousand percent the weaker man. I I, I fixate on. on I wouldn't call it weaker. I would say you're smarter in that aspect. Yeah, well, like, I here, just cannot get past this. Oh, I forgot. Yeah, you, yeah, you are actually a mental. I'm, I'm basically a, a tech priest. You know, <laughs> tech priest. What is this? Uh, Elon spaces. Click, click, click. SpaceX click, click. Falcon Heavy. Another, another rocket blow up. <laughs> no, it wouldn't. Couldn't be me. I've got my Google Glass, my fucking fidget cube, bro. <laughs> Come on. What are oh we? What are God. we talking about? Uh, okay, cool. Uh, oh, fuck! Before I forget. Have you played Darkest Dungeon? Yeah. Yeah, I have. Oh, okay. Um, I had to think about it for a second, but I think I, I did. Um, let me double check. Um, yeah, Darkest Dungeon. Yeah, I remember this game. Oh, I just want to say this game kicks ass. If you yeah. haven't played it, I was going to recommend it. I mean, yeah. for turn-based and, and very hard and a lot of shit to manage what i like about this game is that it goes way more it's it, it strikes sort of that perfect balance in still being turn-based and being very hard and yeah. not feeling like bullshit the way it feels like bullshit mm -hmm. is that there so when you do get like a super negative status effect it's all percentage based yeah um you know it's like likelihood of something to happen and so you'll get like yeah. really weird occurrences where stuff that you get either extremely lucky or extremely unlucky but it'll i think it's pretty transparent and like the percentages of things to happen generally mm -hmm. um but i really i feel like that doing that and then stacking occurrences of things um that feel debilitating but m aren't necessarily as bad as they seem like you can you can sort of stack like getting slapped in the face over and over and over again and then breaking your leg, you know, and then being mm -hmm. like, oh my fucking God, there's no way I'm going to get out of this. And then like just getting lucky, either getting lucky or just like making all the right moves and just like, <clears throat> whether it's lucky guess or, you know, you just really just went fucking fidget cube beast mode and you're like peered <laughs> into the future and you're like, this is, this is what I need to do. This is the divine mission set forth yeah, before yeah. me, you know, like, and you just do it. Sometimes you like pull out a, a fucking, a wind and then you get out on the other side and it's like, holy shit, dude. Like I, I didn't think that was going to come together, but like, um, so I feel like doing that is a lot better than, uh, having things sort of 
be like a binary, you know, either like you're going to win or you're going to lose. And it depends on if the Pokemon does this fucking attack, you know, like, I don't know. I guess maybe the, the rock, paper, scissors element in some turn based games kind of get get annoying. Yeah. Um, but but I, I really like the way the Darkest Dungeon does sort of stacking ailments based off of uh, percentage of yeah. likelihood of things to happen. I feel like is is better. So the thing I remember that really <clears throat> kind of pissed me off with Darkest Dungeon is just how prevalent those uh, status effects are. So it's like it felt like in every dungeon there were unavoidable you know, negative status effects that were going to hit me. And I, it, it just almost felt like I had to live in this, uh, I don't know, this realm of pain. Yeah. Where it's like, I just have to accept that this shit is going to happen. Like, you know, it, and it almost felt, it went from being a scary, you know, like, oh my God, I, d- I didn't see that. And now I, I'm paying the price for it to like, yeah, that's just going to fucking happen. Like every time I come down in these dungeons, my legs get fucking broke. You know, (laughs) I'm born with glass bones and paper skin. I was gonna say exactly that. You need to pick. You need to pick characters who don't have glass bones and paper skin. Paper skin. Yeah, dude. It was. Uh, It was really frustrating for me. That's funny. But I I did enjoy it the time that I played it. But I did have my problems with it. Yeah, and I mean, I'm not saying it's a perfect game either. Yeah, Uh, it is definitely very hard. Um, I I definitely fell off of it. But I I, when I was playing it, I was I was super into it um, for Mm -hmm. the time being. Um, And I don't know, I I guess that's that's just all to say that I, you know, there are good turn-based games out there. That's not really oh, yeah. the point of the episode, but I don't think we could ever really do a full turn-based episode just because I haven't played no, a ton yeah. of them, or if I have, I haven't played enough all the way through. Uh, One of my favorite games ever is technically turn-based. It's Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic, mm, but it does it in a way that yeah. it feels like it's in real time, but you're actually queuing up the actions. Yeah, So it's like, you tell your guy, hey, the next attack you do needs to be a heavy attack. And it mm-hmm. might not come out for a few seconds, but then it does, you know? Yeah. So it's like technically turn-based, but I believe the the cool kids call that real-time with pause. Um, but I don't That's know. Cool. Yeah. My favorite turn-based game is Dark Souls 2. Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> it is. You attack, it, now yes. I attack. You yes. attack, I attack. Oh, Dark Souls 2. That is such a cool... I had never thought of that, the Knights of the Old Republic. Yeah, uh, yeah. Real, real time with pause, is that what you said? Yeah, because you can cool. just completely pause the action and queue up uh, what you want all your characters to do. Yeah, I think as people get... Um, or as, you know, so like... Fuck, what am I trying to say? Um, As indie developers, you know, as uh, software and means of production and just kind of creating games get more and more available, you know, you have fucking Hollow Knight made by three people. Um, Mm -hmm. Okay, so right. The thing was to do, you know, everybody had their 2D platformer as like a rite of passage. And then Mm -hmm. everybody has really good 2D platformers as a rite of passage. And now... Um, you know, there are more and more indie isometric games and, um, yeah. you know, with, but I, I, I almost wonder if as, um, as it gets more and more feasible for people to make really good, um, 3d 
fuck, what am I trying to say? Souls-like, you know, type combat games, if we'll see kind of a, a rise of more of the old school, like deliberate um, mm-hmm. chess style combat. Because um, I would love to see a modern take on that style of game. And I know it's not everybody's cup mm-hmm. of tea. You know, everything's getting faster and faster and shinier and sleeker and and whatever. But um, I don't know. I just, I'm going to see some more slow uh resident evil 4 style games you know as yeah, opposed to yeah. the fucking psycho call of duty type shooter games but yeah you know in the in the action rpg genre i feel like it would be sick i find that i really do enjoy i think it's the dark souls effect on me now where it's like i really do enjoy uh hey hfg chat Try not to mention Dark Souls in an episode. <laughs> Difficulty impossible. It ain't gonna um, happen, bro. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I think that that really did change the way I look at games because now I really crave the idea of like a game where if it's a shooter, I can't get shot more than twice. Like, yeah. I'm dead. You know? Yeah. Like, But the same rule applies for the enemies I'm fighting. You know? Yeah. And it's, I don't know. I, and it, it's crazy because I used to be such a Borderlands fanatic, and that's the exact opposite. It's like you have to right. shoot everything three thousand times. But and I still love those games. But yeah, as I as I get older, I'm like, yeah, I would prefer a game where I can't get shot more than once or twice. Yeah, or know? just uh, yeah. I mean, it's okay to I think I have a sweet spot for both a little bit. The problem I yeah. feel like is there aren't enough good. Um, I don't know. Because I, I agree with that. I like that kind of like glass cannon mentality mm-hmm. from both sides, you know, where it's like, mm-hmm. it, but those like in practice, like I feel like on paper makes sense, but in practice can be very sort of fragile and well, they're um, extremely frustrating and frustrating, just very frustrating yeah. um, and not like super. Well, no, I was going to say not rewarding. They are very rewarding. I feel like games that, that kind of lean mm-hmm. into that. I mean, oh, it's yeah. basically, it's the Elden Ring effect. You know, it's it feels mm-hmm. very rewarding to be able to get into the flow. But, you know, even for me, mm-hmm. as like the ultimate Dark Souls. Two uh, fanboy. Old Lord. Yeah, like I just, man, I still just don't feel super connected with like Elden Ring to the point where it's like, mm-hmm. you know, calling me back sort of. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I, I think it'll be cool to see kind of, I don't know. To me, more, 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 more indie developers. I want, I want more people like making passion projects and fucking up sort of the uh, the AAA experience because that's not going yeah. away either. And I think people know that. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, people setting out to just make games that they want to see from start to finish. There's going to be some some good among the stinkers. I'm holding out hope for the perfect game. Maybe one day I will finally play the game <clears throat> that is like, this is what I've wanted my entire life. What is you know? right now? What is what is the most perfect game? I'm going to go through my Nintendo and PlayStation library. You mean like what what is that's already out or what? Yeah, would be something you've already played. Game? The closest thing to perfect. Fuck. Um god i don't know man because when i think about like what would be the perfect game i think of something that's like you know very slow and methodical something like a stalker or an escape from tarkov okay single player for sure 
Um, but less bullshit? I don't know, like, maybe a little less punishing when you die. Um, lots of customization on weapons, you know, something along those lines. But out of the games I've played, what's the closest to perfect? Let me go through my Steam real quick. I know, I'm like scrolling through mine now too. It's like fun to see. Okay, so I'm, I'm definitely seeing that there are there there are huge differences among the genres of of games. If I had to pick one ultimately oh. perfect game, let's see, it would be something that has a ton of re- replayability. <clears throat> probably something that's also a little bit arcadey too, to where it kind of has. Mm-hmm come back to home base and then start a new run. So probably a rogue, some sort of rogue. Oh man. But then there's also monster hunter, which I always say, (laughs) I can't believe, I can't believe Capcom made monster hunter for me. Yeah. For me, it's, I I'm looking at it and I can't say anything else. It's gotta be factorio. Oh yeah. It's perfect. Like I don't have a problem with the game. Yeah. You know, um, yeah, I'm I'm actually trying to think of something that frustrates me about the game or something that I don't like about it. And I can't like it. It's I love everything about it. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, that's that's as close to perfect as it's gotten for me. I think. um, Fuck, let me sort by hours played. Witcher three. It's pretty close. Remember when we first started the pod and the first like three episodes were just like The Witcher 3. The Witcher 3. The Witcher 3. It's like the worst best game ever. Yeah. <laughs> um yeah, and then maybe like Halo. Pick a Halo game. Mm-hmm. But but they're definitely not perfect actually. I retract that. They've got problems. Yeah, it's got to be Factorio or Witcher 3 for me. And for you it's got to be pick a Monster Hunter game. Yeah, probably. Mm, I'm going with World. Maybe, uh, I'm debating between World and GU. The problem is I haven't I haven't played enough GU, but from what I've heard, people say they can comfortably squeeze like a thousand hours out of the game. Mm-hmm. Um, and I did not have that uh, experience with World, so. From what I've been playing, man, Rise is like the complete package. It's so good too, and there's no doubt that it that it, it rises. Rise is so good. It fucks, dude. No doubt. I, I'm like, I'm not even trying to think of anything that like. Or wait, hang on. Where's my fidget? There we go. <laughs> I can't. I can't come up with things that are objectively bad about it. I just. I. I do kind of like some of the rough around the edges stuff from GU. Yeah. You know where it's a little bit more oh, deliberate yeah. and a little more annoying, but it. It's sort of what uh, Animal Crossing tried to force us to do to settle in for like, okay, everything is going to be way harder than it needs to be. Are you okay with that? Mm-hmm. Not really. Well, can you just take a Tough breath shit. and we're gonna do this together, okay? <laughs> um, okay. And then it's like. Okay, it's not that b- okay. Okay, it's pretty bad. Okay, fuck. Um I feel like GU kind of does where it's like, okay, this isn't so bad. Okay, actually I'm kind of liking this. 
Okay, maybe maybe there's some room for the simple life, you know, and then it's like... Maybe I'm in the flow. <laughs> maybe it is fine that I have the shittiest inventory management of any game. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. Inventory management. Yeah. The inventory management specifically designed to be awful. That GU inventory management. Yeah, that's the one. <laughs> Tell me right, man. I, I, oh, never mind. Yeah, whatever. Four hundred thousand. I think. I think we keep it short. I think we call it. It's yeah, that's fine. We're at fifty-six minutes. That's not so bad. You said a fifty-minute episode. So I said we're, a fifty-minute episode. We're actually over good. budget. We're over budget. You guys are as usual leeching off of me stealing money from my children's mouths this is money that i could this is time i could be using to fucking oh i don't know pick up trash on the freeway or something get my uh community service hours paid off so that i can go work a real job and pay off my real debts so that i don't get send your favorite high-vis vest color <laughs> to hxfgchat at gmail.com I'm personally very, very partial <laughs> to the high-vis green. I think uh, that looks really good when I'm stabbing trash on the side of the freeway. When I pull up out front, you see the beds on bill. When I roll 20 deep, so it's drama in the club. Now that I roll with Trey, everybody show me love. When you sell like them and them, you get plenty of groupie love. Look, homie, ain't nothing changed. Roll down, cheese up. I see exhibit in the cutting, man. Roll them trees up. Roll you watch how I move, you mistake before I play up pimp. Been hit for the few shells, but I don't walk with a limp. I'm all right.